0: On today's show, we take a look at the Google 2 results. Mm. The sequel. Mm, The sequel.
1: (laughs) This isn't your grandfather's Google.
0: (laughs) Welcome to GCP Life, episode number 21. GCP Life is a show where we discuss Google Cloud and tech. GCP Life is sponsored by Kazna, And I'm your host, Stephen Bancroft. And on today's show, we take a look at the Google Quarter 2 results. Google are in the bad books yet again. We take a look at some new Google features, and we've got a couple of fun stories. But before we get to any of that, I want to introduce the co-host of the show, Dave Wall, how are you going, Dave? Oh, great! Thanks, mate. Back to just the uh, the two of us this week, an intimate podcast. <laughs> That's it, regular format. Yes. Yeah, I'm still coming down from the high from the other fortnight. Oh, it was great. Yeah, it was a real blast. Yeah. It was good, wasn't it? And and of course, um, since then as well, um, myself and Ian, unfortunately you couldn't make it. Uh, we we uh, we did a talk at Google headquarters in Sydney on the same subject on GCVE.
1: Yeah, it looked, uh, looked awesome. I sort sure of checked out the photos. Uh, I'm still waiting to see the uh, the on-demand video of that to come through.
0: Yeah, absolutely. As soon as that on-demand video is available, I will link that in the show notes. But um, it was an awesome, awesome day. And we, we, you know, had had some nibblies and a few, few little refreshments afterwards.
1: Very civilized.
0: Very civilized, that's right. And, uh, yeah, caught up with some of the VMware guys there as, as well uh, and a couple of the Google customer engineers. So, um yeah. It was a good little uh, meet and greet. Did a bit of schmoozing whilst I was there. Any swag? <laughs> no. Well, I got a box full of salt. Okay. <laughs> can't wear that. Well. Wow. <laughs> can't, can't wear that, no. <laughs> but that's uh, oh, the little goodies they were giving us, you know, if some salt to put on your steaks or something. Yes. Mm, Quite nice. nice. Mm. During the week, I'd been playing around with a uh, an old Android tablet. An ancient mm, Android tablet. Yeah. So wow. I, what was the driver behind this? I, um, I had a couple of Fitbits, you know, and I wanted to oh, get yeah. the kids, get the kids and old Fitbit down. I bought a band. It was five bucks for a band, but I couldn't install the Fitbit app on my daughter's Android tablet because no? it was too old a version of Android. Ah, uh, gotcha. Yep. Turns out there's a a rom for it and you can put it on there and it runs android 11 just fine. <laughs> yeah, fine, like not
1: not sluggish or anything like that.
0: No, nah, Camera works, the Wi-Fi works. Um everything seems to work on it. We've got every got the Fitbit app on there, got uh, Spotify, got everything in there. Oh, yeah.
1: Nice. I've got a yeah, so. uh, I've got an ancient uh you know like a Nexus 10 tablet. Yes. Um which would be similar vintage. Yeah. 2014 ish. Um and again, that's software's end of life. I really should do something with it. It was a shame. Yeah.
0: Flash that bad boy. You'll probably find there's a lineage um a lineage ROM for it. Mm. And uh you get latest version of Android. Nice. Um, other than that, we uh we had our work ski trip. Yeah. Cutting it up. Cutting it up, yeah. So in Mantle Group, we all went down to the snow over the weekend. And uh, you're not
1: a skier, Dave. Uh, like I've done it once. Yep. So um, when I saw the uh, with the thing being planned for it, and I was like, oh, that what, that'd be good, but don't really know how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and you know, I didn't want to uh, like take a spot that someone who, like, knows what they're actually doing.
0: <laughs> yeah, not a lot of people knew what they were doing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> next year, next year then. Yeah,
0: the- a lot of, lot of people, no, no, there were people that were quite confident on the snowboard and the skis, and then there were a lot of people that were learning for the first time as well. So it was a mixed bag.
1: Yeah, cool. Yeah, I think I, I've went like cross-country skiing once and over mm-hmm. us like we uh we got up the mountain fine and then the bit where we actually had to, like ski back down we were basically we'd pick ourselves up we'd point ourselves at a corner slide into it fall over get yep. up reorientate <laughs> repeat it, we like, go oh,
0: snowboarding i ain't walking up no hills yeah that's <laughs> what
1: the lift's for get on yeah. the lift go
0: up and slide down minimal effort <laughs> Um, other than that, what have you been up to, mate?
1: Uh, I've been doing a lot of study after rolling off a project at a, a little bit of uh, available time. So um, I've been really wanting to do my GCP Professional Cloud DevOps cert for ages oh, yeah. that have been like on the card since the start of the year and uh so i finally like knuckled down got that one done and then i was kind of on a high so i was like oh maybe i can do the developer one as well and i uh, smashed that one out as well oh, so. well
0: done well done um, so yeah, i think well i can done. have a
1: little break now <laughs>
0: yeah give yourself a break yeah i uh i'm currently studying for the uh professional the pca um for some architects uh yeah i've changed a few things in that um I'm really just at the, the tip of the, the, the study bandwagon, but I think I've got most things. There's a little bit of Anthos in there now, which is oh, kind of cool. new to me. Yeah. So I'll, I'll have to um, try and get across that a little bit more, obviously.
1: Yeah, nice. Um, and you said something about a printer and a Raspberry uh, Pi. yeah, yeah. So this has been a little project that I've been wanting to do for a while, but trying to get Raspberry Pis has been hard. <laughs> um, mm. So my 3D printer, well, my two of them, Um, like if I want to, if I want to manage them at all or I want to put print files on them, like they've still got SD cards, there's no remote access to it at all. Yeah. And um, there has been for a while, there's been a project where you can use, uh, I think called Octopi, Oct- Octopi, Octoprint, um, which is a, a little print management, uh yeah rom then you can plug a raspberry pi into the back of your, like your print controller and the manufacturer had kind of like it's got like a spot available for it for you to do this mod they kind of expect that you're going to do it um and uh yeah so i was going to do that octoprint one but now prusa which is the manufacturer of, of my 3d printer they have like their now own kind of like dedicated one for a thing called prusa connect uh, and so I'm, that's my project. I've, I've got a Raspberry Pi turning up today. I think I saw the notification yeah, that might come yep. this afternoon. Uh, so, yeah, I think this weekend I'll be cracking open the uh, the controller box and getting that mod done. So that'll mm. be, uh, nice. be real nice. Managing <laughs> nice SD little. cards for content is a, a real pain. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, absolutely. Pull, and, pull it out, plug it in, pull it out, plug it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no way. Um, just before we get on with the show, I thought
1: we'd mention that there's going to be a new region in, um, New Zealand. Yeah. There's a, a couple of new regions being added in, but that New Zealand one, they've been asking for for a while.
0: <laughs> yeah. No GCVE just yet though. Um, we wouldn't imagine so anyway. Uh, but yeah, f- full, uh, full region in New Zealand for our brothers across the ditch.
1: Yeah. So New Zealand's getting one, uh, Malaysia and is it Thailand I think is... Yeah, Thailand. Uh, I'll link in
0: the show notes. Yeah, Malaysia, Thailand, New Zealand, along with the previously announced regions of Berlin, uh, Daman, Doha, Mexico, Tel Aviv, and Turin. Yeah, yeah. exciting stuff. Great. Um, expanding, joining the um, already thirty-four cloud regions currently operating around the world.
1: It's always good to have more options. Yeah, everyone wants to have their, uh, their gear closest to home. So, anyway, Dave, let's get on with the show.
0: Look, I don't know. During the week, it was a bit of a Google outage. Yeah, Did it was, you, on, when, yeah, was yeah. when was this? I was just on. It's the, uh, a little blip, though, right? It's just a, a little little blip. Last Tuesday, I think. Yeah. Um, and uh, they're not sort of being transparent about what it is.
1: No, I was looking uh, for like a post-mortem about what happened and yeah. I've seen some rumors that it was like a software update that went sideways and yeah. somewhere else uh, I, saw, I saw that it was possibly a, a major data center outage due to some power issues. Or a power, yeah, power issue
0: thing, but um, we'll keep an eye on that and we'll, um, we'll, we'll try and figure out what was going on with that. So what about the Q2 results for Google.
1: Yeah, more growth again. I think they were still uh, number one for growth in a in a growing market. Number one
0: for growth. Uh, looking here at an article on IT Pro, which I'll link in the show notes. Google Cloud registers the largest growth of the big three cloud platform providers during Q2, with an annual increase of forty five
1: percent. Yeah, nice.
0: Very nice. Um, according to the data, the platform accounted for 8% of the overall cloud infrastructure services spend during the quarter, reinforcing its position in the top three, but remaining somewhat distance behind rivals AWS with 31 and Microsoft Azure with 24.
1: Yeah, I mean... It's interesting seeing uh you know Microsoft really is is hot on the heels behind AWS now like that's that's spitting distance like 7%. Um I find it interesting that GCP's at 8. Uh I do see I think it depends on like where the results come from and which uh, services are accounted in that, because I've seen like 8%, I've seen in the low teens for GCP, like, um, it's it's hard to work out exactly, you know, where they're sitting on an, on an apples to apples basis.
0: Yeah, eight does seem a bit low, doesn't it? Really, con- considering the, I mean, we just talked earlier about how many regions there are for GCP, it does seem low when you when you're seeing th- AWS at thirty one and Azure at twenty four. Mm. Um, but the growth is interesting, right? So we know forty five percent for Google Cloud, but AWS registered thirty three and Azure forty. Wow. So AWS is growing the
1: slowest. Well, yes, but Still <laughs> growing, growing the slowest, yeah, <laughs> the slowest of the three. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's. Uh, I think that's fairly reasonable given the size that they are. I don't want to throw too much shade. No, No, you only got thirty three percent. I got forty five. Take, take what we can get. <laughs>
0: um, and the article goes on to say, looking ahead, AWS is planning to launch twenty four availability zones across eight regions, while Microsoft is gearing up to launch ten new regions over the next year with both providers increasing investment outside of the US. That's some bickies being spent there.
1: For sure. and That's uh, some
0: silicon going into buildings, yeah. So <laughs> yes, mm-hmm.
1: that's why no one else can buy tin. That's right. There's no, no tin for you. Where are my Raspberry Pis? <laughs> yeah, no, I can't want. get anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because the, the silicon's going into being what, like Tau CPUs? <laughs>
0: No, you don't get any for your motor cars either. No. no. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Q- we're going to keep tracking that, of course. I think this is going to become a regular item now, and um, we'll see what happens in Q3. Yeah, Interesting. Uh, now, this next story I found a little bit odd, um, and it's odd because it mentions the ACCC. Uh, I'll link a couple of... Sh- articles in the show notes, the Australian Competition and Consumer Commission uh, has approved Google
1: Cloud's plan's acquisition of Mandiant. Huh? Which is great, but I don't know why the ACCC needs to approve it.
0: Yeah, I don't know why either. <laughs> the US Department of Justice offered a similar approval in July 2022. Google and Mandiant expect the deal to be closed by the end of 2022. So, I can... I may, I, Understand the Dodge being involved, but why the A Triple C
1: maybe all of the regulators in all of the countries where they're operating need to sign off on it
0: quite possibly yes um, this this uh, article this the article I've got here I don't think is specifically an Australian uh, outlet. Um, The other article that I have is an Australian outlet. I'm I'm just curious why a non-Australian outlet would report on that.
1: Um, Yeah, especially for two non-Australian companies.
0: Mm. This is why I preface this by saying it seems a little (laughs) bit odd. (laughs) Um, I've got no other information telling me why this is the case, uh, but, you know, hey. It's approved. Well, it's, it's approved. <laughs> if it was going to hold them up,
1: it's one more that's off the, uh, it's the back. One more. the. Um, it would be interesting to see when that uh, does get finalised. They they are looking to finalise it by the end of this year. Um, that's right. So maybe there's uh, you know, more regulators worldwide that need to sign off on it. I think there's that, still that court case that had to be settled out as well.
0: Yep, yep. Maybe that's it. Maybe you're right there. I think all the regulators around the world in all the regions have to sign off on it. Um. Just a bit of the uh, background, Google agreed to buy Mandiant for $5.4 billion as part of the deal, Mandiant would join Google Cloud, the the companies indicated. So uh, it's still ongoing, we're still following it, Um, basically at the moment no news is good news, or is it good news? I don't know. (laughs) So far, so good. (laughs) So far, so good, that's right. Um, So, I was uh, a little curious to hear during the week that uh, Google's in the bad books again.
1: What for this time?
0: Uh, What for this time? Well, they're being sued. (laughs) And why are they being sued? They're being sued for dropping the free version of WorkSpaces.
1: Right. So, if you were an early adopter all those years ago, like more than 10 years ago- (laughs) More than 10 years ago. Yeah.
0: Article in the Star here, and I've got a couple of references to this, say, the Stanford company LLC sued on behalf of an early adopters who were lured to use the software in its early stages. <laughs> lured. Lured. <laughs> <laughs> because they've dropped the free version uh, for enterprise. Now, here's the thing. This is not a new, new trick. No. Right. Uh, this has been going on since the inception of the internet. You, you you spin up a minimal viable product, you get the free version launched, you get all the f- people on there to beta test it and bug test it and work it all out for you. And then you just switch and you say, Not not available anymore. Evernote did this famously.
1: <laughs> what? What's an Evernote?
0: <laughs> and I immediately pulled all my data off
1: Evernote. <laughs> yes, I remember having Evernote probably about the same time that I had that Nexus 10 tablet, right? It's a long yeah, time back. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. That's right.
1: So, and and
0: all it does is just put your users offside. And I, I don't know if Evernote ever really recovered from that. Um,
1: yeah, I mean, so, like, I, I follow that. But I think in this instance, right, like, that was a long time. It was many years. We're talking, over, we're talking over a decade that they were getting the service for free. And, it yeah, it was eventually sunset with plenty of notice.
0: I think this is a little different, though. Um, See, Google promised early on to never charge for it, right? Taking a quote from the article here, allowing Google to fine-tune it and self-tune it for free, which we understand. In exchange, Stratford Company said that the early adopters were promised a free version of Workspace as long as Google offered it. Right. Right. Now, I, I don't... Now, if they've got the language quite right in the article there, because you could read that either way. You could read that as long as they're offering a free version, Google will offer it, or as long as they're offering Workspace, they will offer it for Yeah, free. well, they wouldn't have been offering right. Workspace
1: because it wasn't called that, right? So, you know, if I put my uh, <laughs> my devil's advocate hat on, right. that well, they changed the name of the project a few times. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> But That's okay, so, what about uh, this It's only G Suite. It's right? only G Suite. It's G Suite. We don't uh, have G Suite you know, we'll anymore. Yeah, but okay. But what about um, like? All right, if you if if this wasn't Google, right? And right. you're uh, you're like a small. We well, wouldn't care about. it. Uh, but yeah, but if code, you're like you're yeah. a small company and you're offering offering something for free, and you go, you know, at some point, um, it's really not viable. Like, are you then committed to, like, I can never charge for this product because my users will be unhappy about it? Like, Or you
0: just shut it down.
1: Yeah, well, and Google has no stranger to shutting down, like, (laughs) messaging clients, for example. (laughs) Shut it down in an instant. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But they've always got that
0: clause there. They will offer it for free as long as Google offered it. Hmm. Yeah. So they could pull the pin on it. Um
1: I mean you still can get it for free. You just you know, you can't have a custom email address and a bit of reduced storage Is that there is a
0: Well maybe that's the way they're gonna weasel their way out of it. Maybe they're gonna say, Well, we are offering it for free, just not for enterprise. Yeah. Like it's because well, it's, it's still free for private use, right? True. Um Yeah, anyway, the 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 lawsuit is a is a five million dollars US thereafter and damages, um, and Google has not immediately responded. So,
1: Well, good luck to them. Um, I mean, I wasn't stung by this, right? I, I would understand. I know, like, quite a few people who were, and they were sad to have to pay for it after all this time, but, I mean, like, I'm, I, I pay for it now. And it's mm. not that much mm. of an impost.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think you've just got to, yeah, suck it up and pay for it. I mean, it's... At the end of the day, it's Google's thing, right? They can... They can make a call on what they want to do with it. Mm. I mean, um, well, or you, you can shift but to But if, a... if they have made a promise early on, then mm, there might be something there. Yeah. You know? And uh, the article also uh, mentions that the the lawyers are going in with the uh, Google abandonment of the Krego. Don't do evil
1: is <laughs> well illustrated in this case. I don't know what the legal standing of that is. <laughs> <laughs> are they being evil? Well, <laughs>
0: and uh another another story with with Google being in the bad books and this one's a little more substantial um Australian court orders Google to pay 60 million yeah uh, it's for location data yeah tracked, so right? that's right so Australian an article here in IT news the Australian competition watchdog says Google was ordered by the federal court to pay 60 million in penalties for misleading users on collection of their personal location data. Sneaky, sneaky. The court found Google misled some customers about personal location data collected through their Android mobile device between January 2017 and December 2018.
1: Right, so a two-year period. Um,
0: Yeah, so you could um, switch off uh, location history. Uh, but there was another mechanism in Android that still collected location data.
1: Gotcha, 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 yeah. Right.
0: And it, it wasn't immediately obvious how to do that.
1: Right. And, I mean, I would say that certainly I think the ability to manage your data now is significantly better. Than it, oh, yeah, than four years later. Like, four yeah, years later. Yeah, absolutely. yeah. Um, Like, there is so much of a focus on it and whether or not it's been, um, you know, either... Individual country regulators, or I think especially the gdpr um, mm-hmm, legislation mm-hmm. out of europe has has really helped with that,
0: really driven it, yeah, yeah,
1: but yeah, four years ago was a different time
0: <laughs> that 's right, yeah so yeah i uh, i'd heard about this um, court case ooh, about a year ago, and uh, yeah, seems like it 's landed on a sixty million dollar payout or oh, sixty million dollars in penalties for Google. And, I mean, that's the federal court, so I don't know how much path for appeal they have after that.
1: Yeah. Not a probably lot, I don't
0: know. too much, yeah. What, oh. The
1: high court after that,
0: maybe. <laughs> probably not going to yeah. go that high. They might not hear this case, yeah. Um, in an email statement, Google said it had settled the matter and added it has made location information simple to manage and easy to understand. So, there you go. Okay. They're going to they're bed. Gonna cop it. Yep. yep. They're going to cop the slap on the wrist and, yep, just put it out there and say, yeah, it's easy to handle. All done. All right. Well, uh, enough of the little sort of bad news there. I thought we'd take a look at a couple of new uh, features that have that have landed. Give me a list. Um, Give me a list. Give me a list. We've got a list of three today, Dave. A list a of f- three. Compact list, but it's still a list. <laughs> compact list. Uh, yes. The first one here is um, Big Crew subscriptions in Google PubSub. Now, it is possible now to set up PubSub subscriptions that can
1: write directly from Cloud PubSub to BigQuery. Brilliant. So not having to flow through like um, a cloud function or a data flow or anything like that. You can just straight just... Uh, Nope. Straight in. Bro. Yep.
0: Straight in. Now, it occurred to me... um, IoT core. Now, this is just purely speculation. I'm, I, I'm really not familiar, with some of this, but
1: IoT cores being deprecated. Is that right? Uh, yeah, I believe so. I think one of our, uh, our colleagues was has been playing around with that uh, for one of his projects, yeah, and he so, just noticed it the other day. So, where does it put this? Because that's a normal flow, right? You go IoT
0: core pub sub for your like your, your IoT IoT ingestion. So is PubSub potentially going to replace that as an all in one thing? Is that how they're gearing it up here? I mean, it could be, right? It's flexible as it is at the moment. Mm. Um, so, I mean, that, that makes sense to me. You just go, you just publish straight the PubSub,
1: straight into BigQuery. Done. Yep. Right. Why have all this other guff around? Yeah. And that's, you still want to have as many, you know, managed services in there as you can. So, taking that complexity out of having to manage out like a bespoke cloud function. Hmm. Real. Mm.
0: Yeah, so, yeah, so you're right. So this article says it, it uh, removes the need for cloud functions, data flow, data prep as other intermediaries. And you don't.
1: Probably uh, drop your cost uh, down a little bit too. Because if you've got, if you got mm. a cloud function that's executing as your data streaming through, um, you know, now nah, that goes away. Item number two on the list
0: uh, Google has made Big Lake generally available. Mm. Now, I've said it many times on the show before, I'm not a data guy. Do you play one on television? I do not play one on television. <laughs> but my understanding of Big Lake is like a sort of catch-all for all the
1: data data interfaces, is that right? Uh, yeah, to try and get your data out of silos, get it into one central location, and then you can uh, access it all from the one spot. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Generally available now. Which is great, Mm -hmm. right? But we always like to see uh, a service get promoted to GA. Um, You can make decisions around that now that it's not going to change too much.
0: (laughs) That's it. Yeah. Um, And then the last one on the list, number three, Cloud Health API is now available in four additional regions. Asia Southeast 2, US East 1, US West 1, US West 3. Now, I don't think this is available at all in Australia at the moment. Um, Yeah, this is not something
1: I've had any exposure to.
0: No, but I imagine we will get it once they've done the the tick-the-box exercise. Um, So it provides a managed solution for storing and accessing healthcare data in Google Cloud.
1: That's great. Like, it's the ability to get more modern tools especially for healthcare data and the amount of protection that you need to have around that
0: that would be that would be the driving factor behind it, the amount of tech protection, the amount of check the box exercises you got to do. Um and if you think about it, it's a huge amount of data and you would have it in all these disparate systems that are all different and the power of actually bringing all that all together um to you know track someone's health record i mean it's it's, inv- it's almost invaluable right the, the power of having been able to do some data analysis on that imagine the studies that could be done if if all of that health data was all available in one place anonymous health data it was all anonymous, available yeah. in one place yeah um so i you know that's that's really a big data solution and i if this gets off the ground it could i really think you know it could make a big difference in a lot of areas in health
1: mm, for sure
0: and that's our list for this week Concise list. It's yeah. concise list. All right, and a couple of fun ones to finish it off, Dave. <laughs> Man robbed of eight hundred thousand in cryptocurrency sues Google. Yep. Good luck, mate. <laughs> Good luck. Oh, this is a classic. Last October, California resident Jacob Perlman downloaded an Android version of a cryptocurrency wallet called Phantom from the Google Play app store. you
1: heard of this? Uh, I haven't heard of this particular wallet. <laughs> right. Um, but people downloading apps that uh, purport to be what they are and they are not, especially in the crypto space. Um, yeah. That's, that's an old scam.
0: Yeah. Um, well I had this exact thing happen, right? Just going back to the story about the Android 11 tablet. Mm-hmm. Um, when I first was going to set up the, the, the Fitbit, Uh, for my daughter, I I went into the Play Store, searched Fitbit and there were Fitbit apps or apps claiming to be Fitbit something or other and the icon looked very similar, but I knew they weren't the legitimate Fitbit app because I got it on my phone. Yeah, yeah, and I don't know what those apps were intending to do but they weren't the genuine app. Yeah, it wasn't until I did the upgrade then I could see the proper app. Um. Oh, there, so yeah.
1: so I mean, that's that's what's happened in this case, right? He's he's downloaded uh, a wallet that uh, you know wasn't real. He's put his uh, his actual like seed phrase into it, which has given the hackers all of his you know, like it's no it's no longer your crypto, mate. That's their crypto now. Yeah, it's they're,
0: gone, they're, gone. Drain those accounts. Like keys in the lava, they're gone. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, that was so. This
0: happened four months before the San Francisco-based Phantom Technologies actually released an Android version of its digital wallet. The free Phantom Wallet app that Perlman downloaded early from the Google Play was a fake, and when he connected his actual Phantom Wallet to the app, it cost him a small fortune.
1: I mean, eight hundred thousand is yeah, not chump change. <laughs>
0: Um, so a medium-sized um, watch. <laughs> yeah, so uh, virtual couriers from Samo, USDC, Orca, uh, Sol, uh, as well as four additional NFTs. So he is... Um, the court filing s- states that Phantom, on October 11, 2021, issued a public warning that Google Store was offering shoddy goods Back then, the Real Phantom offered its crypto wallet as a browser extension for Chrome, Brave, Firefox, and Edge. Today, it provides iOS and Android versions as well as the browser add-ons. So, at the time, it wasn't available in in Android, and this guy just went looking for it. Um, Google, the complainant says, breached its own warranty and terms of service by offering a fraudulent app. Failing to warn Perlman that the app may be unsafe and failing to block Perlman's download of the
1: app. The Google Play Store is not a walled garden. It's not like the iOS one. Mm-hmm. Like you don't need Apple's approval. or You don't need Google's approval to list something on there.
0: Yeah. So Just publish and have at it. Yep.
1: Yeah. Um, it does make it a very easy way for you to get apps, but it'd be like, you know, your Windows machine and downloading an executable from somewhere random, right? It's just making it easy for you to get that app. It doesn't make any warranty claims as to whether or not that app is what you're actually looking for.
0: Yeah, so you you, you got to be careful, right? I mean, it's the same as getting a spam email, right? I mean, you you got to learn how to identify those things. And uh, once again, my example with the Fitbit app, I could you could just just take like seconds right. to look at the icon or look at the text there next
1: to it. And if something's fishy about it, don't yeah. install it. <laughs> Especially with crypto stuff, right? Because it's so easy to drain the accounts, right? As soon as someone's got your private keys, they've got all of it, right? Yeah, like they're at it. And, yep. you know, if this guy's had like 800,000 on there and he's just not thinking about it, like, you yeah. Um, know, yeah, this is, um, it's just another, uh, like- <sighs> Every time this happens, like and it's, it's it's common, right? Like every day, people are losing their uh, using their crypto. But yeah, yeah. You know, it, it it until these issues are solved, like it holds back crypto adoption. Yeah,
0: right. yeah. And did we talk about this on a previous show where most crypto traders will use two wallets? They'll have a smaller one to do their sort of day to day work, and then a, a one with the bulk of their.
1: Yeah, you'll generally you wanna it. keep um like offline wallets or cold wallets. Things oh, that you don't yeah. you don't actually transact with or you use a hardware wallet like Ledger um is one. So, you know, they need to actually sort of physically have the device or the the seed phrase for it. Right. Um definitely don't want to keep like your entire portfolio in a hot wallet that You're like sitting on your PC and you just need like (laughs) one bit of spyware on there to go and lift your private keys. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Right. Putting all your eggs in one basket.
1: Yeah. You got to treat it like your bank account.
0: Yeah. This article finishes off by saying if fandom sounds familiar, it's because it was caught up in an attack on slope wallets this week. So this, you know, this company's caught up in a few things, which millions of dollars of cryptocurrency was stolen from roughly 8,000 wallets. Jeez. (laughs) So it's like, there you go, it's more. It's just just another perfect (laughs) example of it. Yeah. Uh, And a little last story here is um, a couple of cross site vulnerabilities have been found in Cloud Platform. And uh, the first thing I wanted to know is did the guy get the payout? Yes, he got the payout $3,133.70. Uh, that's the exact amount you get <laughs> if you find a bug. <laughs> uh, we have talked about it. I'm not going to tell you now. I have to go back and listen to previous shows. We'll find out what that means. Um, a researcher late last week discovered they found two vulnerabilities in the Google Cloud platform, or oh, the Google Cloud platform. <laughs> One on DevSite, the other on Google Play. Bad code that could have leaked to hijacked accounts via cross-site attacks. Uh, two bugs ones. reported. Classic ones, here. Yeah. Um, the uh said an attacker controlled link could run JavaScript on the origins of http uh, com and http which means a bad actor could read and modify its contents bypassing the same origin policy. Can't have that happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Google Play bug was a document, uh, document. Object Model-Based XSS Attack. Uh, I'll link in the show notes. You can find out more about that. But um, yes, if you're... This is, uh, if you're, you know, inclined to go and look for bugs, you will get your payout of $3,133.70. Yeah, very nice. It was very nice,
1: um, yep. And there is actually, no, we didn't have it as a topic for today, but um, today, I think in the last, like, eight hours, there is another critical uh, Chrome update that's required. So, it's the fifth oh, fifth is. one for the year, so make sure you get uh, your Chrome updated.
0: <laughs> get your Chrome updated. It hasn't popped up in mine yet to say update. Yeah, <laughs> It's, um, yeah, okay. Yeah, update your Chrome.
1: All right, cool. I think that's about it for this week. Uh, you got anything more, Dave? Uh, no, mate. I'm, uh, I'm going to go check downstairs and see if my, my Raspberry Pi's turned up.
0: <laughs> no, good. I actually got one the other day, a, a, a Pi W2.
1: Yeah, that's the same that I got. It's
0: in the garage, yeah.
1: Yeah, I've got to get, um, the little pin headers and solder them on, and it's a few things I need to 3D print for it, so, um, That's going to be my little weekend project besides uh, catching up with the family for birthday stuff. Oh, nice, nice, nice.
0: Anyway, guys, go to iTunes, write us a review, and don't forget to check out Casna Between Two Clouds on YouTube. Uh, You can contact the show, gcplife at kasna.com.au. We've got the Twitter there, at gcplife. You can find us on the website. Just Google that. You'll find it easily enough. And, of course, today's sponsor was At Kasna, we make your Google Cloud solutions possible. I think we've chinwagged enough for today, Dave. I think we have. I think we'll uh, free everyone up. (laughs) (laughs) All right, then. We'll see you later. Bye. Catch you later. Uh, I'll link a couple of sh- articles in the show notes. Australian comp-